Defender Nation, it is good to be with you again and to open up God's Word for just a few minutes and to, yeah, do another Dort devotion. As the weather has been getting nicer in Sioux Center, my family loves to go on walks as it's finally warm here and the sun is out. And I have a 10-month-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. And as soon as we get out of the door, the two-and-a-half-year-old is, is so excited. And it takes us about 10 minutes to go about seven steps because he walks out the door and he sees a rock and he, he picks up the rock and he thinks it's amazing. He kind of licks it and then he wants to throw it. So he throws it into the bush and then he runs over to the bush and he's amazed by the leaves and, and the sticks. And then he realizes there's dirt on the ground and he thinks it's the coolest thing ever. So he picks up the dirt and he like uses it as soap and he is just in awe of everything. Everything is new and fresh and beautiful. And the eyes that my two-year-old has with these familiar things, I've seen a lot of trees and bushes and sticks and rocks, but the eyes he has for these are the eyes that I want to have and I hope that we have as we open God's Word. Because I think oftentimes when we read familiar texts or stories or passages, we, we read them quickly. We scan over them and we, we miss the new, the fresh, and the beautiful truths God wants to convey to us and for us to live into. And I think one of these texts is the very beginning of the Bible. It's the creation account. Genesis 1 and the first part of Genesis 2. And we're all familiar. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. But then we, we look at each day, and at the end of each day, this is, this is what Scripture says. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. And there was evening and there was morning the second day. There was evening and there was morning the third day. You get the pattern. But then we get to the seventh day. We get to Genesis chapter 2, and that's where I want to read for us. Verses 1 to 3. It says this, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it, God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. And if we're not careful, we'll just read that and move forward. We'll realize, okay, the seventh day is done, it's over. But we miss is at the end of the seventh day, what does it not say? It doesn't say, and there was evening and there was morning, a seventh day. And also, it's the only day that's blessed and it's the only day that's called and made holy. But I don't think the author just forgot to put that phrase in there. I don't think the author just assumed that we as readers would know the seventh day is finished. But I actually think it's intentional that it conveys an eternal truth that God's rest, His Sabbath, His work of salvation and deliverance is eternal. That it's still going to this day. And if we think about the purpose of the Sabbath in the life of Israel, God instituted the Sabbath to Israel at Mount Sinai. It's, it's a word that simply means to stop and to rest. It took place on the seventh day of the week. And it was to be a reminder of God's covenant, of His promise. And maybe even more specifically, a reminder that God 
had delivered Israel from slavery and bondage in Egypt. It was their exodus. And they entered the promised land, Canaan. But even more than remembering a past event, God's promise was, I will be your God and you will be my people. That's the covenant he made with Israel. It was a promise of his presence. And so the Sabbath to rest was not just a reminder of a past event, but it was about a current reality of God's presence. And here's the incredible thing, is that the same God whose eternal rest keeps going in day seven, and the same God who delivered Israel from slavery in Egypt, and the same God whose promise, I will be your God and you will be my people, is the same God who today is inviting us into his rest. It's the same God who today has delivered us from our sins and our bondage and our slavery through his son Jesus on the cross and is the same God who has promised his ever-present spirit right now. As you're watching this, God's spirit and presence is with you. It's a reality. So the Sabbath, God's work of salvation, his rest, is not about a past event, although it is, And it's not just about a future reality or a future hope of heaven, but it is about a present reality now. It's why Jesus came. He came to cause the lame to walk, the blind to see, the sick to be healthy, to release the captives from their bondage. We even see in Jesus' words in Matthew chapter 11, he says this, Come to me, all who labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He says, hey, if you're burdened, if things are hard, there's a lot going on, come to me, I will give you rest. It's an invitation. And really the whole story of scripture, God's story is one of invitation. It's one of acceptance. It's one of saying, I am here. I wanna give you life. I want to heal you. I want to give you peace and wholeness. It's invitation. Jesus' words here in the story of Scripture is an invitation to enter rest in the midst of the chaos of our world, in the midst of the chaos of the things happening in our nation right now, and in the midst of whatever is taking place in your life, whatever fear, anxiety, doubt, or worry, or struggle. So Jesus is inviting you. He's saying, come to me, no matter what you've done or who you are, Come to me, my arms are open. I want to heal you. I want to give you rest because it's perpetual and eternal. So accept it, which is just recognize that we can't do it on our own. Say, God, I need you. Jesus, I'm not strong enough. I need you. And have open hands and just receive rest, renewal, freedom, deliverance. Because God's rest has not ended. His work of salvation and deliverance is not over. It's continuous. It's perpetual, as we see in Genesis on day seven.